0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome in. Jack Frost. get out of here. Stop dipping at my nose. Crazy soda gun. It is the last Believe in Jayhawks basketball show of the year. It's, which that means to many of you, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Thank you, Dean Martin. And so, I want to thank you for a great year. Welcome on in. I hope you're doing fantastically. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you are with family and friends. If that's okay with everyone, you know, this big O is spreading around and really causing some issues for the people out there. You know, Oscar Robertson, last person to average a triple-double before Russell Westbrook, but, you know, not much is out there. Anyways, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Almost New Year 2021 is almost in the rearview mirror. 2022 is on the horizon and for the moment i think 2022 is looking like a monet pretty good from a distance but as we get closer i don't know man we'll see anyways believe in jayhawks basketball show on the believe podcast network your number one podcast home for professionals we believe in our teams do you believe here's what i believe here's what we got on the docket I've got a list for you. That should be fun. You know, I, I wanted to sort of stray away from just the analysis and the breakdown state. Not really much happening, right? Uh, considering what happened with Kansas's last game against Colorado, which did not happen. But, you know, who's been naughty this year? And not in like a sexy way. It's more like who deserves some coal in their stocking? So I put together a list. It sort of is it's my list, obviously and it's those who I feel are not contributing to the health and being of Kansas basketball one way or another and figures around the college basketball game that I just feel like deserve a big lump of coal. Yeah, so I think that'll be fun. Again, not much to analyze. I wish KU could have played Colorado. Not the best Pac-12 team on the schedule for sure, but it's a tough game at the Coors Event Center. In Boulder, Kansas, of course, has a history of having tough games there against the Booths. But the Big O spread right through the Buffaloes, and they called that game, what, like two hours before tip-off? Seems, I don't know, seems like something that could have been figured out before Kansas even traveled to Boulder. But I don't know the happenings of a college basketball team and the testings and this and that. But... Moss unfortunate, especially when you consider, I guess we can do a little breakdown, sorry. but oh, Especially when you consider the previous game on the, the Saturday before for Kansas was certainly less than stellar, right? And I really wanted to see, was that game against Stephen freaking Austin? Was that the, the kind of thing where the players had just had a full week of finals? And yes, I know they're basketball players and their workload's probably not the biggest deal in the world, but it could be. Did it limit their practice? Did they take Stephen F. Austin a little too lightly? Is Kyle Keller the the coach for the Lumberjacks? Is he an up-and-comer? Is this a riser in the industry? Uh, A guy who, of course, is from the Bill Self-coaching tree. By the way, for the most part, if I'm not mistaken, every single non-conference game, for the most part, Except for, like, the, the, the tournament in Orlando, Bill Self has had sort of a connection to the coach or the, or the team. Like, he's scheduling guys that he knows, and he's, he's keeping it safe that way. Tarleton State, of course, coached by Billy Gillespie. Um, St. John's went there, coached by Mike Anderson, a guy that Bill Self had a really good relationship with, even though they were on the two sides of Kansas versus Missouri. UTEP, I forget. Mizzou. Not necessarily in his hands. Rivalry game. Stephen F. Austin, coached by Kyle Keller, a guy that he knows very well, was on his staff. Trends. So, really disappointing performance. A win, nonetheless, 80-72. to But I did want to see that game against Colorado. How would Kansas respond? Out of school, focusing purely on basketball. Tough road environment. And as I've mentioned, this is not the strongest non-conference schedule That Kansas has ever played. And they are going to get out of it, presumably with just one loss to a Dayton team that's okay, but not going to win the NCAA tournament, of course. Or will they? Who knows? Probably not. So going to Boulder in the altitude, sure, there would have been a lot of Kansas fans, of course, Western Kansas stand up, but it is what it is, right? Really no room. To slip in another quickly scheduled game. Also, uh, the players are away for the holidays. As you might imagine, they return something like the 26th or the 27th. They then have a they then have a game on the 29th against Harvard. And then right there on January 1st, TCU conference play begins. Not really any room to slip in one more game to get the old wheel spinning. It's okay. Let me know your thoughts, what you're noticing around college basketball. Alabama lost again. It's going to be one of those years. The top 10 is going to be fluctuating. Arizona lost to Tennessee. The only 10 I see is hopefully the ratings you give to these shows. Thank you. And then, yeah, Kansas is holding steady at 7. They came off a weekend where they didn't look impressive. They had Stephen F. Austin, a win's a win. And then they won't have a game this week for the rankings. So we'll see if the losses around them affects how Kansas fluctuates. But it is what it is. Big 12 play is coming. There's a lot of good wins still to come, including Iowa State is now in the top 10. It's a crazy stat, by the way. Iowa State, of course, has had two coaches in this calendar year. Steve Prome, who was the coach last year, got fired. They did not win one game in the year of 2021, something like 0-18 under Steve Prome in Big 12 play, of course, last year. And this year, with their new coach, they're undefeated. <laughs> so with one coach, they have a zero winning percentage. With the other, they have 1,000. All within this calendar year, 365 days. <laughs> Remarkable. Let's get, to the, let's get to the fun stuff. All right, let's do this. Who gets a lump of coal in their stocking this year? Who's really aggrieved me this year? Who do I think has been on the naughty list? Send me your thoughts if you want to put any additions on this list. It is certainly not going to be locked in. This is not a stone-cold lead pipe list that can't, Have some additions. Trust me. I love to hate on people. Did I mention last week? I have the note right here. No episode next week. I will be leaving town. I'll be out of town on the 29th. I will be heading to the great state of Wisconsin. Where I'm sure it'll be 70 and sunny. It's going to be tough. Anyways, no episode next week. Enjoy your New Year's, right? It's already Christmas Eve. I'm putting this down. That's why we're not doing a ton of game breakdown right now. You may be listening to this today, tomorrow on Christmas, as you're walking off whatever a good Christmas treat is. Maybe Sunday as you're recovering. Either way, kind of a fun list, fun episode today. So no episode next week. Don't complain to me. First lump of coal. The NCAA, of course, right? And of course, the investigation committee. Still going on with that BS investigation. Just released the results already. My God. This cloud over the program is doing more harm than any punishment is likely to do. <clears throat> People talk about the recruiting. The recruiting's okay. The transfer portal obviously makes a big difference. Kansas's biggest recruits this season. We're, of course, coming out of the transfer pro- portal. Reby Martin, Joseph Yesafu, Jalen coleman lands. Those are guys who have now fit right into the rotation. <clears throat> Recruiting is okay. Excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat. But just come out with it already. The NCAA in that investigation committee, you get a lump of coal. You In general, you suck all the time, but especially in this case. Next lump of coal, of course, the coronavirus, right? I'm still seething, as a lot of Jayhawk fans are, about the 2020 team. Yudoka Azabuki, Devon Dotson, the number one team of the nation, the best defensive team you'll see under Bill Self for quite a while, certainly not this year's team took away from that team certainly messed up last season's team. I mean, last season just sucked. The fan situation clearly made a difference. Players coming and going games scheduled canceled rescheduled. It was a pain in the tush. Of course, players getting sick going into March Madness. Yeah, it just, it wrecked havoc last year, and it's still just wrecking havoc again. That's why the coronavirus, for obvious reasons, gets a lump of coal. Speaking of that NCAA tournament last year, I'm giving a lump of coal to Isaiah Mobley. Actually a very nice kid, well-raised. His brother Evan is the one that's on the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. And making a really strong case to be certainly early season rookie of the year but it's Isaiah Mobley for USC Trojans still there USC currently undefeated by the way but it's Isaiah who hit his season high in three pointers made in the first half against Kansas and from that point forward he kind of figured where that game was going to go Did it really make that huge of a difference? Maybe not, but it was the it was that kind of statistical anomaly that ended up really burying Kansas, along with USC's elite athleticism and all around play. While Kansas had players coming back off of you know being sick the week before. Again, Isaiah Mobley is a very nice person. I've had the chance to meet him. He's very respectful, but it was a statistical anomaly, and it was very annoying. My next lump of coal goes to Missouri. Yes, both the state as well as the team and program. You still suck. And worse than that, you're irrelevant. Me giving you this airtime is more than that's deserved. And I'm probably doing you a favor by talking about the Missouri Tigers. Like I said, that goes for the state as well. You suck, too. You know who else gets a lump of coal this year? Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart, the former coach of the Texas Longhorns, who's now at Marquette. Yes, things did not end up going so well for you, Shaka. Came to Texas, full of his britches, saying, how do you think coming to Texas and your Havoc style is going to work against Kansas? You're in the Big 12. He's like, oh, I think it worked pretty well before <laughs> Well, Shaka and his big nose, it didn't work. Not at all. He got fired or he got bought out. It was amical, whatever. He wasn't getting it done. And look at you now, Shaka. Look at you now. Eight and five, eh, whatever. But you're last currently in the Big East at 0-2. And you know what? I'm still pissed about that blowout loss. Last year at the hands of Texas. Want to talk about statistical anomalies? I still remember sitting right here in this exact chair. Recording this exact show. Previewing that Texas game being. Well, you know, they're not really that good of a three-point shooting team. And what do they do? They just go off. Hitting like something close to like a bajillion three-pointers. In the second half. So screw you, Shaka. He doesn't care. He's very wealthy, living in Milwaukee. What more could you want? (laughs) But no, it didn't work at Texas. You get a lump of coal. You think you're hot stuff? You suck. My next lump of coal goes to Mark Few, head coach, Gonzaga. He's got a weird mouth. I don't like his teeth. And you know what? People are really forgetting really quickly that Mark Few had a DUI, right? Remember his like one game suspension? Mark Few and his ah shucks attitude and the fact that he's coaching at a small school that you know isn't a traditional we don't we like to see them lose powerhouse. But guess what? Gonzaga is right up there now. Without the national titles, of course. This is, look, I'm the biggest hater out there. Gonzaga is no longer small school fodder. They're not, no one thinks they're Cinderella anymore. It's not like, well, it's Gonzaga versus Kentucky. No, we've got this small-time program. No, Gonzaga is doing it big. They just had a player drafted, what, fifth, sixth in the NBA draft last year, Jalen Suggs? Let's not cry too much for Gonzaga and their head coach, who, again, Did you forget from a few seconds ago? Got a DUI. You get a lump of coal, Mark Few. I hope you never win a national championship. You know who else is getting a lump of coal? Another head coach? Someone who does have a couple national championships? Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski, selfish prick. And conversely, you know who gets a gift wrapped present from me this year? Right there in his stocking, Roy Williams. Thank you for retiring with class, Roy, and just sitting down and riding your horse, drinking your Coca Colas off into the sunset, showing up at a game here or there, sitting at the Dean Dome, going down to Charleston to watch UNC versus College of Charleston. I out right there, Roy. What you didn't do is have a career of cond- condescending attitudes, chest taps, quitting on your teams, thinly veiled reasons to like get out of a season. Like the excuses were far or were many, I should say. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. For Coach K, last year, his team sucked. So what was he saying? You no, know, we shouldn't even be having this year. You no, know, what are we doing? well some teams were able to persevere make their way to the NCAA tournament why didn't yours and then announced his retirement before the year he knew darn well what was going to happen and it's been just as sickening as I expected because of what he did there was a game between Kentucky and someone else it was a cupcake that Kentucky was handling and you know what ESPN did They put up a graphic in a game that did not feature Duke. In the South, in the SEC, Kentucky, with their big blue nation watching the game. They put up a graphic about Duke and Coach K and about how soft his non-conference schedule is. Go surprise, right? Or big surprise. That's kind of what he does. Really charming soft non-conference scheduling. So, selfish prick. I hope you don't win this year. And then you somehow manage to stay in the background for the rest of your time. I don't think he can manage it. The guy loves the spotlight. My last lump of coal goes to Jeff Long. What a terrible athletic director. All right. That is... (laughs) That is our naughty list for 2021. What do you think? Some of your thoughts. Social media, at jonasty 90 on Twitter, at JonasN310 on the gram. I'm sure there's a lot of options I forgot out there. Adidas probably gets one for uniforms that are sometimes good, and then their alternates are fantastic. And then, you know, on top of everything that's happening with the investigation, thanks to Adidas. But send me your thoughts. Let me know who should be added. Maybe someone who's to be subtracted, not Coach K or Mark Few. You got a DUI. I just want you to remember that Mark Few got a DUI, all right? Don't ever forget that because everyone else seems to have. But I hope you have a great literal rest of your year. I hope you are staying safe. I hope you don't engage in that argument where, like, a drunk uncle goes – You know what they should really do is find a way to give you like a little piece of like the virus so your body can build up the immunities. (laughs) Right. Just just abstain. I want to wish an early birthday to my dad next week on the 28th. Happy 45th birthday. Definitely don't need to do the math. That's definitely what it is. And. I will speak to you all in 2022. By then, Kansas will already have played both Harvard and Colorado. And maybe in the other game in between from there. So we're going to learn a lot about Kansas. Sorry, not Colorado. I-, I meant TCU. They will never play Colorado this year. They will play Harvard. Those idiots. They're going to play TCU. And it's going to be a Big 12 play. Here we go, right? It's the most wonderful time of the college basketball game. Take care, everyone. Please stay safe. And I hope you have your listenership certainly next year. Take care. Happy holidays.